0: Sing this morning, we sing praises to your name.
1: just give God the glory, amen, that I believe He deserves, amen. I'm thankful that He brought us to this place of worship this morning. It's good to see each and every one of you in the house of the Lord, amen. I know you've probably had a tough week and things and trials that you've been through, but amen, I believe that if you just enter in this morning, Amen. God has something in store for you. Amen. So let's just claim what's ours in the word. Amen. Let's sing this song together. Worthy is the Lamb seated on the throne. They could pull that. Worthy is the Lamb.
0: Thank you, fool. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. bearing in all my sin and shame, in love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love Me in your cleansing flow. Now, all I know your forgiveness and embrace. Singing out, worthy is the land seated on the throne. Oh, we crown you now with he crowned, you reign victorious. High and lifted up, high and lifted up. Jesus, Son of God, Jesus, Son of God, the treasure of heaven, crucified. Worthy is the Lamb Worthy is the Lamb Thank you for the cross Thank you for the cross, Lord Thank you for the oh, Wash me in your cleansing flow now all I know you'll forgive me sand. Worthy is the Lamb Could we sing that first verse again now? Thank you for the cross, Lord Thank you for the price you paid Bearing all my sin and shame In love you came Gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, oh Lord. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Oh, wash me in Your cleansing flow. Oh, all I know, Your forgiveness and embrace with all Your heart. Amén Praise him with our hands this
1: morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Could we sing that song, I just want to be where you are? Key of C. <clears throat> Let's just keep that spirit of worship.
0: I just want. To... G. I just want to be where you are. dwelling daily in your presence I don't want to worship from afar draw me near to where you are I just want to I just I just want to be. Oh, I just want to be with you. Let's sing it again. To be where you are in your dwelling place forever, take me to the place where you are. I just want.
1: Let's sing that song, When the Music
0: Fades. (laughs) When the music fades And all is stripped away And I simply come Longing just to bring Something that's of a word That will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required Cause you search much deeper within To the way things appear You're looking into my heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you jesus and i'm sorry lord for the thing i made it when it's all about you oh it's all about you jesus king of endless words endless word Oh no one could express how much you deserve And though I'm weak and poor Oh all I have is yours Every single breath I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. And you search much deeper within, to the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about I'm sorry Lord for the thing I made it When it's all about you It's all about you Jesus And I'm coming back the heart of worship When it's all about you Oh it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for the thing I made it it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Could you praise Him once again with your hands? <laughs>
1: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. Just such a sweet presence, Amen. I love when I hear the saints of God worship like that. It just touches my heart. Man, imagine what it does to your heavenly Father. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to change the order of our service at this time. Take some special needs to Him. Amen. <clears throat> I'll ask Brother Andy Irish if he would be ready to take these needs to the Lord. Uh, I have a prayer request here. And musicians can just play something softly and set the right atmosphere. Uh, Brother Joe Pascal is not with us today. Uh, I think he had a foot injury. He sustained if you'd remember him in your prayers um, I just want to remember uh, Sister Shirley Buchanan who is not feeling well today and uh, also the Whitlocks are not with us if you'd remember them in prayer I think Brother David had to work today and, uh, looking for the Reynolds I think Brother Johnny Reynolds is traveling uh, out to Colorado okay and uh, he's, I think he's bringing a family member His father, is that right? So uh, if you'll remember them In prayer, God would grant traveling mercies Amen, you want to remember Sister April Grant in your prayers <clears throat> We all know that situation And uh, God would just be with her um, Definitely keep the saints in prayer Down in Florida uh, Have a lot of family in the area that was struck by the hurricane Fortunately, God was Gracious and turned the storm to where it was not a direct hit on any of them any of the believers in the church brother Danny's assembly um, everyone is okay power still out in many areas um, a few of the believers are stranded in areas south uh, of the manatee River that uh, flowed over the I'm sure you've seen pictures of it where it just washed out interstate 75 and that's one of the only routes to get down there. And so it's just made life very difficult for them. Um, everyone is okay by the grace of God, but just keep them in prayer. Um, there's a few uh, folks that are part of the rescue efforts down there, and it's just been—it's just been horrendous uh, what that storm has done to that area. So please keep those people in your prayers. Amen. The grace of God be upon them. <clears throat> Amen. Do you have unspoken prayer requests by the uplifted hands? And we're going to pray with you, Brother Andy, if you'd come at this time.
2: Lovely Lord Jesus, our heads are bowed this morning, Father, in the beauty of holiness. We can only say that, Lord, because of you. And Father, we ask this morning that you'd forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for our iniquity. Forgive us for our selfish and carnal ways. and For anything, Lord Jesus, that would hinder you, Father. And Lord, by faith, we just touch the Lamb of God. And we ask, Lord, on behalf of what was read. And as I lay my hands upon this list, Lord Jesus, there are those that need healing, Father some in the physical realm, and no doubt some in the spiritual and emotional realm. There are some that are traveling, Father, and we would ask that your heavenly host of angels be encamped about them. And Lord, we think of those that are down in Florida. Maybe they've lost property, and different things, Father. We just ask that your perfect will be done in their lives, Lord. And Father, I think of my own sister-in-law who's laid up in a hospital bed. And I would pray, Lord, that you would go to her right now and that you would just arise with healing, Father, in her body and strength and for all the family, Lord. And Lord Jesus, for those of us that have raised our hands, those unspoken prayer requests, Lord, they're spoken to you, Father. And Lord, may you answer them for your bride, Lord Jesus may they be answered in your perfect will father and today lord we just ask that you would come lord and maybe be a different type of service today father but i pray you take a hold of it lord jesus nonetheless and that you said in your word where two or three are gathered in your name you would be in their midst so lord we would just ask and we beseech our husband to come today and have His way in our hearts and in our lives and in our minds. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. You can have your seats. Didn't mean to keep you standing so long. My apologies. Man. Let's just sing a little song uh, just before Brother Keith comes and give us a special Open the Eyes of My Heart.
0: Open the eyes of my heart, Lord
1: Amen. man. We just want to be attentive to the Word today. I know Brother Barry has something good in store. We have some visiting ministers. So let's just all pull on the gift. And I know God has something special today for us. Amen. Isn't it great to be in church this morning? Do you love the Lord? You know what's even better? Is He loves you even more than you love Him. You know, it's... uh, I believe it was Brother Barry had sent out a quote this week that just really, really spoke to me. And the times that we're living in, it's so easy to concentrate and focus on all the negative things that's going on. I mean, storms and death and wars. and. But you know, there's a lot of great things going on, on the, on God's side, in the church. A lot of things that we could draw encouragement from because we know the Lord is moving and it's not long until we get out of here. We don't understand all these things that's going on right now and and why some things happen to us, but we do know we'll understand it better by and by.
0: Tempted and tried, we're both made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. Because we'll understand it all by Bye. by
1: and by, we'll understand it then, won't we? Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Keith, for that wonderful special. Amen. Wow, my heart's just glowing with that song. Amen. Amen. Let's just get ready for the Word now. We're going to have the deacons come forward. We'll take up our uh, morning offering. <clears throat> Amen. You just give us unto the Lord. Amen. We just know that our tithes, offerings go to further God's kingdom in this world. Amen. So you dig deep in them overly blessed pockets. Amen. <laughs> No, we're just thankful that God gives us, you know, abundance that we can give. Amen. Amen. Brother Jeff. Amen. What are we playing there, sister?
0: We have come into His house To magnify His name And worship Him That's right Oh, we have come into His house In His name House, gathered in His name to worship Christ the Lord. Oh, worship Him, Jesus Christ.
3: i Jesus Christ the Lord. Sing this now. Oh, He is all my righteousness. I stand complete in Him to worship Him. He is all my righteousness. I stand complete in here.
4: Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for this opportunity we have to be able to come into your house. We come this morning with joy in our hearts, Lord, realizing that we are a people who are blessed beyond measure, Lord. Certainly blessed more than we deserve. And you, Lord, have made a way for us to come back into harmony and in communion with you again. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the blood that was shed on our behalf. Now, Lord, there are many needs and Lord, you know all about them, even before we did. Father, you have an answer, Lord, above what we could even think about. And so we pray now today that you would minister to those who are gathered in this place, Lord, those that are streaming. And Father, we pray that you would minister, Lord, to the bride of Christ, Lord, all over the earth where they're gathered today. Have your way among us, Lord, we pray today. In Jesus' lovely name, amen. Praise the Lord. Shake somebody's hand say, God bless you, my brother and my sister, and you can be seated this morning. We'll have our musicians just hold for a sec here. And we welcome all of you to the house of the Lord today. It is an honor uh, for us to have all of you today. And we have uh, a uh, full agenda, and we have, this is going to be a little bit different, I'll warn you right from the beginning, this is going to be a little bit different than the ordinary Uh, routine of service. And so uh, I just want to make a couple of quick announcements here as we begin this morning. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have this morning, we're going to have a baby dedication first right off the bat. We have a new member of the Johnson family and we have uh, both grandmothers here today and we're uh, delighted and honored to have them uh, here today. Sister Johnson, Sister Terry Johnson from Texas and also as well uh, Sister Cameron, who's been here now a couple of weeks, glad to have her. And uh, right after that, I'm going to take a few minutes. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the context of uh, the situation in Ukraine, just a little bit from the scripture and the message. And uh, then we're going to invite uh, Brother uh, Kostia to come and uh, m- speak to us this morning. Uh, Brother Kostia uh, and his first name formally is Konstantin Kostya, uh, is from Ukraine. As you know, you've seen his picture before, and we're just really honored to have him today. And uh, Brother Igor, uh, who's from Columbus, uh, he's going to be uh, translating for him today. And uh, with Brother Kostya is his wife, Natalia, uh, who's, and they're translating in the back here so they can be a part of things. And uh, their daughter, Ilya and Yelena, and Emmanuel, and they're uh, with us. They're actually uh, in the States now for a little while and uh, learning English, and so uh, they're involved in that, and they're going to be taken off pretty much right after service and heading back uh, up towards Columbus where they're uh, living with the uh, Russian community up there and the Russian believers and Ukrainian believers who are there. Now, they're in the same church that Brother... Uh, Sergey Luzanov uh, was a part of, who was here when Sister April Grant was here. You remember Brother Sergey gave us a little report, and they're from that same church. And Brother Sergey and uh, Brother Sergey Gradozov helped arrange this today and have Brother Igor to come. And uh, so we're just really honored to have them uh, with us today. So they're going to speak a little bit and talk a little bit about life in Ukraine and how things really are. And afterwards, if if we're able to do it, we'll have some questions and answers. Okay, so you'll have a chance here live uh, to ask questions, and I'll give you three ways to do it. We can either uh, have you uh, voice your question, and we'll uh, we'll have it verbally. You can you can text me, okay, as I have this, and also people online if they have a question and they want to text me, they certainly can. Or you can write it down and give it to one of the deacons, and then hand it. To, they'll hand it to me and. We'll ask that question to Brother Kostya. Afterwards, you'll have a little bit of chance to fellowship with him uh, out back here. So uh, we're just, uh, like I say, we're just truly honored to have him today. He's been a real uh, integral part of what happens in Ukraine and bringing relief to the believers over there. And uh, he'll be telling you a little bit more about all of that. So the first thing this morning we're going to do is sing because we're going to have a little dedication this morning. And we love baby dedications here. Uh, we, uh, it's always, to me, it's a sign that God says life, life goes on. No matter uh, how close to the end we are, and no matter how dark things get, life goes on when we, uh, when we dedicate babies. So we're, uh, we're just honored uh, to have Lily Grace uh, join the family and join uh, the household of God today. And uh, so we're going to invite the Johnson family, grandmothers, and anybody else who wants to come and be identified with the Johnson family. Uh, to come on up and uh, while we're singing this song here this morning so let's sing together Yes Jesus loves me Jesus loves me
3: Oh yes Jesus
4: Kids want to come on over? They don't want to come up. Come on over here.
3: Tell on Once again, now. Bible tell me so
4: And they brought young children to him that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it he was much displeased, and he said unto them, Suffer the little children that come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. And verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, He shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms and blessed them. Jesus didn't make it complicated. He didn't make it difficult. He welcomed the little ones and showed us how we should welcome the little ones as well. And so we're going to dedicate Lily Grace uh, to the Lord this morning. And... uh, the two names are pretty self-evident. And Lily, uh, even though there was nobody in the Bible who was actually named Lily, uh, the, the meaning or the thought uh, in, in behind the name is one of purity and um, righteous and pure and innocent. And uh, it, it's one of those, just one of those beautiful names. There's all kinds of lilies in the world, all kinds of flowers that are lilies. They all basically mean the same thing. They're just pure, innocent, righteous, and that's how we view this little child this morning. Never have sinned and never have uh, done a thing wrong, come into the world, and uh, now the best thing we can do is just dedicate her to the Lord. Everybody knows what grace means, and um, though that combination of names is, is certainly uh, a, a blessing. Well, let's take her. My hands are cold. So I'm hoping this is going to go okay. Let's go. I'm a a left-hander. I'm a left-hand grandfather. I have two granddaughters, so it's going to be okay. Let's see if we can do this. She's a blessed little girl because she has parents who love the Lord. And she has children around her who are being raised in the fear and admonition of the Lord and grandparents that love the Lord. And this is how God intended it to be. This is how God wanted it to be structured, to have families that had an experience and a love for God and they in turn shared that love with their children and grandchildren in generations to come. And that's exactly what what is happening here today. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we count it a real blessing and an honor, Lord, to be able to take this little girl, Lily Grace, into our hands today and to ask your blessing upon her, and to pray that your grace would be extended to her, not only today, but all the days of her life. She's born into a troubled world. But, Lord, we know that this is your way of saying that to you life is precious and no matter what the circumstances are it's important to you that life goes on and so father we bind our hearts together with this family and lord asking that you would bless and minister strength and grace and wisdom to these parents lord and you would give them oh god the very uh patience and the strength and the endurance and the uh, discernment that they need to have today to raise children in this world. And, Father, you would just always be welcome in their home. May they always, always strive to create an atmosphere into which you are welcome. And, Lord, with the grandparents who are here today and brothers and sisters and relatives, Lord, we just want to say together, Lord, that we certainly will do our part in helping to train this girl in the way that she should go. But, Lord, there's a part that only you can do. And so we commit her into your hands now for the furtherance of her life, Lord, not only as a little girl here, but, Lord, a real daughter of God. And may she grow in grace and in knowledge to become what you've ordained her to be. I thank you, Lord, for this life. Thank you, Lord, for the Johnson family that have joined us. Lord, I pray now that you would bless them richly. And Lord, we commit Lily grace again into your hands in the wonderful and precious name of Jesus our Lord. Amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. she's a cutie, she sure is. welcome, God bless you. Let's sing it again this Johnsons go back to their seats. God bless you all this morning. Let's sing it again, yes.
3: Jesus loves me. Why don't we stand on our feet one more time? Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me for the body.
4: Praise the Lord. While you're standing, let's take your Bibles. If you will, let's switch over to our service this morning and uh, our PowerPoint here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now I'm going to ask you to bear with me here. I'm going to condense a bunch of things here into a short period of time. And so I want you just to be uh, as attentive as you can, because this is going to be short and we're going to give as much time as we can to Brother Costi and Brother Igor today. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we'll begin reading at verse 51. All believers know this scripture because it all pertains to us. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. And everybody said... For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated this morning. We've had a week of lots of different news, lots of different things have happened And uh, outside of the news and the events of our own uh, nation this week and the hurricane, and I'd like to make a special welcome this morning to the uh, churches and groups from Florida who are uh, listening here today, and we have uh, some groups that are down there that are not having church in their own buildings because of damage, Uh, and uh, they're uh, in in a state of repair, Uh, but they're joining us this morning, and so we welcome them. And uh, we have a lot of connection to believers in Florida, and we've been in touch with uh, believers all this week, and we're thankful that all of them got through uh, pretty well, as Brother Jaron uh, mentioned this morning, and uh, outside of some damage and so forth, but uh, we're thankful that all of them got through. It was a pretty, uh, pretty major event. But uh, God knows exactly where his elect are, and uh, we're always thankful for his hand of protection. Uh, We have people who are online today from different nations, from Canada, from Poland, uh, and from around the states, and we have uh, lots of people who are going to be tuning in later on uh, in the service today. But this week we've had lots of news, and part of it has come from uh, Russia, and uh, Mr. Putin has done some interesting things over there, actually things that make life a little bit more difficult in the resolution of this conflict with Ukraine. And uh, there are lots of different uh, rumors that are circulating, lots of different stories that are circulating, and uh, no doubt part of all of it is true. Uh, If you're sitting there trying to figure out, and you did this this week trying to figure out, well, what is true and what is actually going on, it's a little bit difficult to wade through all of that and to try to figure out. Well, I believe this part, and then I think I believe this part over here. It's pretty difficult to figure it all out. I just want to say this. I'm glad that we've had a prophet in this last day who gave us truth in a way that uh, the world really doesn't know much about. And uh, I believe that if the world paid more attention to what God's word said, uh, we'd have less questions and less questionable things going on. But I'm thankful that God put something in me to uh, to accept the word of God as it is spoken. And uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that God is in the process of preparing his bride to leave here in, a, in a I believe, uh, just a short period of time ahead. As Brother Branham says in this, Uh, particular quote here in Junction of Time, the church today, as it's laboring away under the task of building bigger churches? No, sir. Our task is to preach the gospel. That's what our task is. It's not to try to bring political resolution. It's not try to sort out the problems of the world. It's not try to build a bigger kingdom here. Our job is to labor at preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. With signs and wonders following, they're preparing for a miracle, which is the rapture of the church and the going home of the bride. How many can say amen? Preparing people and getting them light. Unburdened from the things of the world and getting their souls set in the presence of God, that when Jesus does appear the second time in glory, those who are ready will rapture and be caught up together with Him to meet Him in the air and be with Him forever. And that's the function, if you like, of the ministry. That's the role of the bride uh, in this last day is to edify that bride and get her ready to go. Now, It it gives us consolation, Brother Branham said, in that shining great shining light. It gives us consolation to know this that we do not hold our destiny. Say it with me. We do not hold our destiny. Now say it this way, and I want you to put the emphasis on the we. We do not hold our destiny. Now say this He holds my destiny. He holds my destiny. Aren't you glad you don't hold your destiny? He holds our destiny. And we are, uh, we are excited because God, I believe, has good things in store for the bride of Christ. And He has ordained it to be so, and there is nothing, say nothing. There is nothing will ever interrupt the program of God. We are bound to arrive. Glory to God. We are bound to arrive at the destiny that God has determined. And nothing's going to alter that. Nothing's going to stop that at all. So we could put it this way, that a destiny is the ultimate end or purpose for which something is created. So if God has ordained a destiny, uh, then it's a sure thing. It's a done deal. You can take it to the bank that God uh, has something in mind, somewhere in mind, for his people who are ordained or predestinated to go to. And we know that our destiny is connected to our origin, right? And we say it like this around here, that our origin is our destiny. If we were in God before the foundation of the word, we will wind up with him also at the very end. So our origin is our destiny. In the middle, though, we have a a meaning in life. We have a purpose in life. We have uh, moral boundaries within which we live, and God is established by his word. And and I'm just so grateful that, uh, as Brother Branham said, we don't hold that. We didn't determine that. We didn't figure that out, but God did. And so we know that in this last day, we are ordained by God to live in this last day when the world is literally falling apart when we are being threatened by uh you know rumors of nuclear activity going on in the world or potentially going on in the world and uh, you know politicians scrambling to find solutions for their economies that don't work anymore when things that used to be recognizable are not recognizable much anymore uh, the way people think and the way people live and the way education is and the way societies operate, a lot of it is becoming foreign to us uh, because we don't walk in tune with this cosmos, we walk in tune with God. And therefore it becomes a little more foreign, a little more unrecognizable anymore. And uh, the people in the world figure, hey, that's our world. But for us, we say, that this is not our world, we have a world that's better than this one. And God is shaping your thinking to fit into that one, not to fit into this one. And so in the rapture sermon, Brother Branham said Enoch was raptured, the seventh, showing that it's a seven-church age that takes the rapture. Now, there's no doubt we're in the seven-church age. It's a seven-church age that takes the rapture. He's been repetitive, and all the other six died. But Enoch was translated because he found God, walked with God, and God took him. And this generation, as uh, Jesus describes here in Matthew 16, uh, there are people who can live right in the day when great things are happening, like Jesus standing on the earth, but they don't recognize really what God's doing. They can witness it, they can observe it, they can see it with their eyes and hear it with their natural ears, but they have really have no idea what God is really doing in the hour that they're living in i'm grateful that uh god has put something in us to recognize what god is doing in our time we've we've caught a revelation of the program of god and in this time there are all kinds of these promises that are here uh sorry brother rigor i'm speaking fast here and he's racing like crazy down there to try to keep up uh, but in our time, the promises are very strong. They're very, they're very powerful ones to me. In the time of trouble, David said, he shall hide me in his pavilion. And in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. How many know that Brother Branham applied this scripture to the end time? And therefore, in the time of trouble, he's referring to is our time that we live in. And God already had a hiding place established for the bride of christ and so we're thankful for that and in this last day we find that all kinds of different activities are going on all kinds of things are in motion because israel has come back to her land again and still coming back and the world is uh... changing to fulfill the prophecies about her national powers they sway back and forth they're moved to fulfill God's word in relation to their own nations like Russia and other nations around them. That's national powers that are forcing those things as we've been speaking about on Wednesday nights. And then you have the church and Rome and all of the different religious systems of the world that are mo- moving into one unit, one unified uh, entity. Not unified by choice or by belief, but unified by prophecy into one entity that eventually will crown an antichrist. And, of course, you have the bride, uh, which we are a part of, and we kind of have a handle on what, at least what the bride is doing and what what she should be doing. And all of it centers around the word that God has spoken for our day. And Christ is at the middle of all of it. If we miss that, we've missed the main thing. So, Brother Branham, as you know, and I'm reviewing here because these are quotes that are common to us, but we know that at this particular point in time, something doctrinally or spiritually was to happen that was very critical uh, for the Bride of Christ on the earth, and it would also indirectly affect all the other nations and groups on the earth. And that is that Christ himself would come on the scene in the days of the seventh angel, and all the mysteries of the Word of God would be revealed in that time. How many believe that? All the mysteries of God would be revealed. And one of the consequences of that revelation would be, uh, that, uh, you know, there would be rapturing faith that would be activated or quickened so that, uh, the bride would actually be changed and, uh, taken out of the world. And all the nations of the earth would, uh, would come under that, uh, that influence that would bring them to the tribulation and all of the churches would wind up at the feet of Rome. All of these things happen because God uh, opened his word in such a way and a revelation came in such a way that all the mysteries and so forth would be revealed. It puts everyone biblically in their place. It's an absolutely astounding thing. And at the sounding of that seventh angel, the last church age, all the loose ends that through these church ages have been probed at, they'll be bound together. So God would finally weave it into a clear picture where people on earth could understand it. This was not just for prophets anymore. This was not just for, uh, you know, John the Revelator who wrote it anymore. But now it would be revealed to people like you and I. People who are, we're not born prophets. We're not born, uh, you know, with some... Uh, you know, with some intellectual insight. That has nothing to do with it at all. But God individually and on purpose chose you to live in the last day and put something inside you that whenever this word sounded out, this word that he's describing here, whenever this great thing happened, God put a little something in you to catch it and to understand it and to believe it and embrace it to the point where it would become so great inside you that it would actually change your body and bring you to the Mary's Supper of the Lamb. That's the truth. That's the truth of where we are. And so therefore, uh, there are all kinds of things that are going to happen between now and the time we are changed. All kinds of things. And... Uh, there's a whole lot of things that are in motion that we're not going to do anything to stop. You're not going to do anything to hasten. They're going to happen anyway. Like Los Angeles uh, sliding into the sea one day because of an earthquake over there. And the uh, the parts of Brother Bam 's visions that need to be fulfilled in our time. A lot of those things are out of our control. Certainly, there are things that are destined to happen in the earth. And one of them, I believe, is a time that we have gently moved into, and that is a time of the squeeze prior to the tribulation where things become difficult, more difficult in general. And this is what a squeeze is. A squeeze is not a slam. A squeeze is not a trap. A squeeze is just something that gently happens over a period of time where the pressure increases. And I believe we're living in a time, like moving into a time just like that. And Brother Bram says when it comes to the squeeze, which he did not describe in great detail, but he said when it comes to that squeeze and the time to stand on the Word of God, he says he, and he's talking about Peter, he didn't have the courage, he even denied Jesus. He said, but that's where it is today. When it comes to Christian courage to accept the Word and the message of God and stand there on it, We are few. There will be some, but we are few. In relation to the church, we are few. In relation to the world, we are very few. But yet, there will be some. How many of that some do we have here today? You ought to be very thankful that God included you or put something in you that will not compromise, that will not, uh, you know, will not back away, will not deny, will not abandon, uh, the presence of God in this last day. God did that and put that, put that inside of every one of us. And so, uh, this, these, uh, these promises to me are, uh, to me they're, uh, exciting because, uh, I believe that they're going to work all the way to the very end. Because we, do, we really don't know, uh, just by description, we really don't know what's going to happen between now and the time our bodies change. But we have to embrace and hold on to promises like this. Watch what Brother Branham says. Joshua said, now we're going to see the glory of God. And there hung that pillar of fire over them. He said, but don't let it get out of your sight because you've never passed this way before. Anybody relate to that? Right? Nobody has passed this way before. So the key is don't let the pillar of fire. Don't let the presence of God get too far from you because you're going to need it to lead you all the way. I believe there's an experience for the church. He said, let's move out towards Jordan tonight. And maybe you've never passed this way before, which is true, but let's pass this way tonight. He said, God's here leading you. And that's what's talking to your heart and telling you to do it is the Holy Spirit. And now I can see people as they went marching on. And the angel of the Lord went into Jordan before them, took Jordan first. And the angel of the Lord will lead you every step of the way. Glory to God. There comes a point where it's easy to say this and it's easy for me to quote it in church and show you on the board here and show you where Brother Branham said it. But you know what? We are the people who are going to have to put our feet in Jordan. And Jordan represents death, doesn't it? We are the people that are going to have to make the step. And I don't believe that God's going to hold back from challenging our faith or preparing us uh, as he is now to actually take steps of faith in order to get out of this body into the place that God wants us to go. I don't believe that God's going to hesitate in doing that. I believe it's going to be a step of faith for us to leave here. It's going to be a step of faith where nothing you see in your senses or hear uh, in your natural senses is going to uh, going to make sense. But by faith I know this is God leading me and I'm going to make that step and I'm going to make that step and I'm going to keep going and follow him. And this is what he says, that the angel of God will lead you every step of the way. You have to think about or relate to in a very simple way like the uh, the, the three Hebrew children that were facing the fire. There was nothing that indicated to them that God was standing right there and going to prevent the fire from burning them. There was nothing they could see. There was nothing they heard. Nothing that they saw. There was nothing they felt that was a proof that God was going to see them through. The, the Lord was not visible there saying, come on, it's all right. I got to take care of it. I've already, I, I've gone before you. It's all right. There was none of that. They stood there on the edge of the fire and they made that step. And when they did, God met them right there. God did not do anything personally or vocally or visually prior to making that step. But when they made the step, God came in full force and stood on their behalf. I really do believe that God is going to do the same thing for us in this last day. And we're going to have to take certain steps that do not seem or look logical. And we'll have nothing in our natural world that will indicate that this is going to work. But you know what? By faith, God's going to open up that way. And we'll take that step. And the angel of the Lord will lead you every step of the way. It won't be you taking your word. It won't be you taking my word. It will be you taking the word of the angel that follows us all the way to the very end. Sometimes you think that trials are hard, but God ain't in in no hurry. You're the only one that's in a hurry. That's true. He let Daniel get right to the lion's den before he ever come. And just rise up and start walking by faith. Rise up and start walking by faith. And say, God, I believe you. I'm bound for the promised land. You promised it. And here I come. Here I come. Here I come right out of the days of Sodom. We're not going into the days of Sodom. We need to come out of the days of Sodom. Brother Branham says in 1949, look at it, in December 1949, we're in that day, friends, the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, as before the flood, they were carrying on this way, and they were not concerned at all about what was going on in the mind of Noah or in the mind of God. And so before the flood, arrogance prevailed and violence prevailed. <clears throat> they relied on science and they relied on logic and immorality abounded, and a time of mercy was spurned. Those were the things that were characteristic of the days of Noah. And as a result of that, the end came suddenly. Because God had, had finished pleading with and extending mercy to the people who were uh, on the earth at that day. As a matter of fact, God had suspended that even before Noah built the ark. He said, the end of all flesh has come before me. And so God knew who exactly was going to get inside the ark. And this is what the scripture describes about the last day, that it will come uh, as a thief in the night. But hey, if the pattern is like the first exodus or the first uh, cataclysm that struck the earth, God is going to warn the people who are on the earth. Look at it again. There's going to be a mercy, a message of mercy sent. There's going to be an opportunity for people to accept it or spurn it. There's going to be all of these top three things there, but the bottom two also are true as well. That God never sends judgment without mercy, without warning. Right? He never sends judgment without warning. There's always a warning that's there. And so these times and the seasons we move into, we have an awareness of what it is that's coming. We just don't have a time stamp as to when it will end. And so we need to be ready for whenever it happens. So to ask, Brother Ram, do you believe that sometime the little living bride will gather somewhere and have all things in common, just as the first bride, just before the coming of the Lord Jesus in the clouds? That's a great question. Because there's all kinds of people who figure, well, we live in Alaska, we live in some sort of a commune, and it'll hurt us all together. Do you believe that sometime the living little living bride will gather somewhere together and have all things in common, as did the first bride? Will it be another trailer park, just a little bigger, perhaps just before the coming of the Lord Jesus in the clouds? Here's his answer. He says, now they asked me, did I believe it? He said, I can't prove it by the scripture. But perhaps there will come a time, maybe, I don't know. He said, but he comes like a thief in the night. Now watch his answer. He comes like a thief in the night. Like that little book I read on Romeo and Juliet. He comes and takes away his bride at night, and she's caught away in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. But now watch what he says because he goes back to Scripture now. He says it's very doubtful whether it'll be that way. Like Juliet is all gathered up in one room and Romeo puts the ladder up and takes her away. Okay? You understand what he's saying? Stay with me. Because the Bible said there'd be two in the bed and I'll take one and leave one and two in the field and I'll take one and leave one. So he said across the world They won't be gathered in one place to have one thing, things in common, like in the book of Acts. He said, but little groups of them will be scattered all over the earth. So they'll be scattered across North Carolina. And they'll be scattered across Canada. And they'll be scattered across Ukraine. And they'll be scattered across South Africa and Zimbabwe. They'll be scattered all over the the place. And he said, maybe another little group in Asia and Germany. And when I seen the vision of the bride, they were made up of the international. They all had different flags and different dress and so forth. So the bride won't be gathered from one place. It'll be gathered from all over the world. Aren't you glad for that? And that exactly vindicates with the word and never has the word been wrong. And to this time, neither has the visions ever been wrong because it's been according to the word. So it really is not dependent on geography. You don't have to be in this church or you don't have to be in uh, somebody else's church. You need to be in Christ is where you need to be. And from there is where he's going to gather. You need to have a personal, living, dynamic relationship with Jesus Christ and be walking with him wherever you are. Whether you're in South or North Carolina or whether you're uh, living in another foreign country, it really does that doesn't matter to God. That's not a hindrance to God because He called you from the culture and from the family and from the church you were in, wherever that was. And God knows exactly where that was. And He never in any time ever took the people from one country and moved them all to another country and said, here's where I want you to believe. But He wants us to be salt and light wherever it is that we do live. He wants us to be a reflector of the kingdom uh, no matter where we live. And I have good news for you. The agenda for the bride of Christ looks like this. So from here on out, it's going to be the third pull, the opening of the word, and eventually then our bodies are changed because we believe we're living in the rapture cycle or the rapture season, but there will be a change. Do you agree with that? And then there will be a wedding supper in the millennium, and then new heavens and new earth uh, will roll on uh, roll on. after that. That's the agenda. If you, if you were given a menu for what's coming, that's exactly what would be on the menu for you, according to a prophet and according to a Bi- the Bible, uh, for the bride of Christ over the next whenever years or t- days or whatever, until we leave here, that's what's on the agenda. The agenda for the world, though, is very different. It has all kinds of different terminology on it because it's it's destined to go into spiritual darkness or gross darkness and then eventually tribulation until they get to chains of darkness where they are bound. The sixth seal uh, begins the purging process and then, of course, we go to the white throne judgment after that. Uh, I'm not sure about you, but I think based on English language, I think I know which side I would rather choose. But you don't, you don't get to choose off that menu on the right by God's grace because that's not for you. The menu on the left is your menu. That's the one that we look forward to. That's the one that we read off. That's our script right there. Glory to God. What a, what a day we're living in. And so when Brother Branham said, he said in the Feast of the Trumpets and talking about that little bride, he's talking about the vision of when he saw her go over the horizon. He said to be a time sometime when they'll say, people in the world will say, man, I thought I thought there was something going on before the persecution. And I thought there was a rapture. He said it's already passed and you didn't know it. You know why? Because they're only looking at one menu. They're only looking at one side of this line. No one's looking at both. Do you understand? No one's given both menus. The bride of Christ is given the one on the left and the, the rest, the churches in the world and so forth, are given the one on the right. So when they get into, sorry, when they get into tribulation... Uh, they're wondering, my goodness, uh, isn't there supposed to be something else on the menu? Isn't there supposed to be something else on the agenda? And they're looking at it again and saying, but it didn't happen. And you know why? Because it wasn't on their agenda. Does that make sense? It wasn't on their list. And so therefore, it didn't happen. So, Brother Branham says, Oh, my friends, listen to thus saith the Lord. If you consider to me, you'd be a servant. Just be- it's just before the break of day. Why? He said this horrible gloom is all over the earth. It's just before the coming of the Lord Jesus. And there's no more hope left in nothing. But he's coming there's no help in nothing, but he's coming. I was talking to a gentleman last night and he was talking about America and the churches and his daughter was a part of a denomination and so forth. Not a believer, but he was a uh, a denominational person. I just happened to get into a little conversation with him. And, uh, he said, uh, you know, it said, he said, it seems like the churches in America, we've, uh, we've, uh, you know, changed and gone through some things over the last number of years as he found out I was a minister. And I said, oh yeah, they sure have. And, uh, I said, I think it's changed to the point where it's not going to change back to the way it was. And he said, oh, really? He said, we're told in our church that it's just a cycle. That's all. It's just a a cyclical part of a season. And he said, we'll swing back again. You know, people are leaving churches and uh, church age ranges now are much higher than what they used to be. And uh, there's a lot of people now don't feel like they need to go to church. A lot of younger people don't feel like they need to go to church or they want to go to a church where they play music that we wouldn't play. And uh, he said, it, we're told, he said, it's just a cycle. And he said, we'll come back again and churches will be filled and everybody want to go back to serving the Lord and everything else. And I just looked at him and I said, I, I'm sorry, I just don't have anything that indicates to me that that is going to happen. He just kind of looked at me like, you know, who are you? Throwing water on the fire here. Brother Bram said nations are against nations. They have fooled through God's laboratory. Watch. Till they've got the power to blow one another into atomic ashes. Wow. And they're wicked. And they're unreligious. And they're unchristlike. And the only motive they have and objective is to destroy. There are many wicked nations whose only motive is to destroy or gain from everybody else. If I've got a resource that nobody else has, I'm going to monopolize that and I'm going to, uh, you know, earn as much as I can for that resource. And he says they're inspired by the destroying angel that was sent from heaven to inspire those men. Their only motive is to destroy. So, for a moment here, I showed you this picture before. This is the gas pipelines that run from Russia to Europe, and Russia has lots of natural gas because it has lots of oil reserves. And and the off the off product, the byproduct of uh, the the drilling for oil, is this ga- natural gas. And these are their pipelines that run through uh, into Europe. And so these are obviously a great deal of revenue for uh, the Russian. Uh, nation over here and this is Ukraine and a lot of these key pipelines the main ones go through here and they go up through here and into Germany and so forth and so this is the area where a lot of that uh, money flows because up before now uh, this is where uh, a lot of their revenue came from selling the energy that they have in their country the other thing is the nuclear power resources that they have now 1951 Russia built its first nuclear power plant. Nuclear power plants are a byproduct of being able to build nuclear weapons. Now, I'm, not, I'm not a nuclear scientist, don't want to be. But I will tell you this, that if you have the ability to enrich uh, uranium and so forth, those minerals, to build nuclear weapons, you also have the ability to enrich uranium to uh, have a plant like this and generate electricity. So Russia figured out in the Cold War, trying to keep up with the United States, that we're going to build nuclear plants. And naturally, if you're going to build a nuclear plant to sell electricity to customers, you're going to build your plant roughly close to where your customers are. Because otherwise, you're going to have to pay for transmission. So they did not put a lot of these nuclear plants over in Siberia, which is over here. They didn't put them over here. They put them right here in Ukraine. They put them right there. So a lot of the, and the largest uh, nuclear plant in all of the former Soviet Union is in Ukraine. And that's the one you hear about in the news. Whenever you hear about how the Russians just got control of this plant and now they're back again and so forth. And that happened just this week. And so the biggest plants are right there in Ukraine because all the customers who depend upon that uh, electricity are all right here and so they naturally they put their built their big investment in nuclear plants a lot of them right there well <clears throat> strategically now they find out that's not a great move you know why because when ukraine broke away from russia all of their nuclear capability had been invested in this country not so much in this country and so now they had to purchase the electricity from the ukrainians ukraine and the russians don't like that that's why they're intent on getting those plants back. Or at least, at the worst, destroying them. But destroying a nuclear plant is a it's a whole other sermon. And so they made an agreement a number of years ago and said we're going to take our nuclear weapons out of Ukraine and as a result we give you lots of cash so you can build schools and bridges and all kinds of things in the country. But they couldn't move a nuclear plant out of Ukraine so they left them there. And Russia, as a result, lost a lot of their revenue. And part of the revenue as to why uh, the Ukrainians have money to fight the war uh, comes from the sale of this electricity, and the Russians don't like that. So now we have a situation where Russia would really like to gain back Ukraine, if for nothing else, to get their energy properties back, their energy resources back, again, as part of Russia because they are shortchanged without having that flow of free electricity that came from Ukraine. So you can see this gets a little more interesting all the time as you go on. And there is certainly an increasing amount of desperation in the minds of Russian leaders to have Ukraine come back because they believe that's part of the kingdom. Now, we believe there's a bigger plan in place, right? We believe that God's actually... Uh, in the process of bringing the world into a place where it's supposed to be. And even all the global warming and all the other stuff that's going on, I really do believe it's God bringing the earth back to the way that God originally designed it so He can be just right for you and I. You're the reason a lot of this is happening. It's not happening to protect spotted owls out in out in Montana. It's It's designed to make the world perfect for you and I in the millennium and in the world to come and so therefore there uh, there are, there are uh, great things that are taking place and in, in the way in the same way listen i'm almost done in the same way that god is Changing and molding the earth and shaping things and moving nations and uh, resources in the earth and all the other things that are going on. And uh, the, the changing weather and all, for whatever reason, uh, people might think it's going on. I really believe that God is preparing a place for a bride. At the same time, he's preparing a bride for that place. There's two things that are going on. Because... God ordained a world in his heart, in his mind. He ordained a world for a certain people to live on. And by God's grace, he's shaping a people that are, I believe, are living on that false earth right now or the earth that's not quite right. They're living on that. But God is bringing them to a place of perfection where they will actually leave this world and go to the world that God is going to restore. And at the same time, God is working on the world to prepare it for us. I mean, it's just, to me, it's a fascinating thing. And if it were not so, I would not have told you so, Jesus said in John 14. So what God's looking for is character, not membership. Eliezer, when he went to get the bride of Christ, he sweated it out until he found character. Let me tell you something else about the earth. God's not looking for massive populations. He's looking for the right people to inhabit this earth. If God wanted people, he could speak people into existence. But he wants a bride. And the bride's character, first of all, is is, uh, described as a people who love God more than anything else. And that's the people he's going to populate the earth with. So Brother Manum is telling us here, and this is 1963, he says, look back down, examine yourselves with the word, and see where you're living at. Listen, the fact that Brother Costia is here, the fact that all this stuff has gone on in Ukraine, and the fact that we're moving into the season of the squeeze, and I, I'm saying that unofficially, but I, I believe that uh, you know what they're going through is, is something that is probably quite close to tribulation in some cases. And I, I, it's not tribulation, don't get me wrong, but I believe it's a it's a darkness that's invaded their country where they have no choices, they have no say, they didn't vote for this to happen. But they're moving into a place where their choices really are very, very limited. The fact that we're here, the fact that we have the things that are happening in our world today, it should really speak to us strongly. It should really grab us by the lapels and cause you to wake up and realize, you know, we are here not just to go to church on Sunday and Wednesday and then kind of live like the world the rest of the week here. That's not why we're here. We're not here just to see how big we can make our churches and our kingdoms. That's not it. We're not here to, uh, for any other reason except to fulfill God's will for our time. You're the ones that are on center stage now. You're the ones that God has ordained uh, to be here. And Brother Bram said we should be living above the short here and all of this age and all the temptations of this age. I believe we should be living above TikTok. I believe we should be living above, uh, you know, just uh, accumulating a bunch of money. We, we, he says we're back into something now that God's revealing the hidden mysteries that are put on. We're, we're back into the mind of God now. We're back in the unveiling of God. We're back into the presence of God again. Do you believe that? We're not, we're not just here, uh, you know, to fill a pew here. We're back into the things that God ordained for this last day. Brother Bam says, we've entered right into that now. There, here's where we are. And he's giving us a, a reference here. We're right in the time of the mysteries that were hidden in all the other ages, and God's opened them up for you. It would be good for you to get into the Word. It would be good for you to show up at church. It would be good for you to make sure my tithes are paid right Right, exactly the way that would be pleasing to God. I'm not trying to make more money. I'm just saying that you want to keep the channels open that allow the blessing of God to come to you as well as the revelations of God coming to you. And you should be saying every day in the morning, Hey, Lord, help me play my part today. Help me do my part. Whatever it is that you have for me today, let me fulfill it. And let me fulfill it with joy and determination and a passion for the things of God and, and, and a diminishing passion for the things of the world. Yeah, you got to finish school, and yeah, you got to provide for your family, and yes, you got to, uh, you know, make enough to make ends meet, and all the rest of that. That's just a part of our life in this earth, and that came because of the curse when God told Adam to go out and scratch the earth and make a living for Eve here and the new kids that are coming, and all of that is a part of our daily life. But let me tell you, that's not why you were put here. You were put here to serve God. On top of that, you were put here to a higher purpose and a higher calling, is to serve God with all your heart despite all the hurts and despite all the betrayals and despite all the criticisms that we get, hey, you know what? I'm not here. I've not been put here by you. I've been put here by God. I'm not put here by the government. I'm not here put here by mom and dad. I'm put here by God. And God's got a purpose for me. And Lord, reveal that to me and show that to me. Brother George Smith was over here on Friday night talking about, talking to young people about the, uh, the, the, his experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. How many of you were there on Friday night? Was show, let's see your hands. Don't be ashamed. Uh, I, you know what? I thought when somebody told me there was only about 30 young people that were there, half of them I think were from our place over here. I, uh, no? There was more than that? Yeah. And, and there's a bunch from our church here. Just put up your hands. I thought, my goodness. There should have been three or four hundred people there. I, I thought, what a great opportunity to sit and hear, uh, you know, experiences like that. Brother George told a portion of that when he was here in our church a while back. I, you know, those things are, to me, that's edifying. Now I know we had bad weather, and I know we had this, and I know we had that. But I'll tell you what: things that are edifying, things that are, uh, things that are scriptural, things that are positive, things that are true. Those are the things that we should be leaning against. Those are the things that we should be leaning into. I was listening this morning on the radio and they were talking about this person is in the government who the president had empowered to give everybody in an earth, uh, hurricane zone what they needed. And these were his words. He, he made this phrase to her and she repeated it on the radio. And she said, I want you to set up a, a, a response system whereby the people in a state know that we're leaning in to where they are. We're not drawing back from them. We're not just standing there writing checks, but we're leaning in. We want to know what, what's happening, what's going on, what do you need, and that was that was the imagery he was trying to portray, uh, you know, in terms of a hurricane relief. Uh, you know, I, I I I pick up on little things like that, and I was thinking to myself, that's the way really we should be. We should be. We should be leaning in. If there's a service, we lean in. If there's a a Bible study, we lean in. If there's if there's a discussion, Lord, when I get up in the morning, I'm not just, you know, here I am again today. I want to lean in and find out, Lord, what would you want me to to do today? How can I please you today? For all of us, it's a little bit of a different role, different job, but I want to be found leaning in rather than leaning back. Is that all right? All right. So you know what? What we're waiting for is this. That's all. What we're waiting for is not more trouble in the world. We're not waiting for another prophet. We're not waiting for something to come out of Jeffersonville. We're not waiting for something to come out of HBT. We're waiting for the change of the bride. That's all. And they asked Brother Branham, can you explain? He said, here it is, change of the bride. So let me go back one screen and just end my part with this. And then we're going to have Brother <coughs> Brother Igor uh, come and Brother Costia come. Brother Branham, he's asked the question, will the church go through the persecution as the early apostolic church did? He said, no. I just explained that. No. Because the next thing is the rapture. Don't get, your, don't get too caught up in what governments are saying and what governments are doing and what you think is actually happening. Come on up here, Brother Igor. <clears throat> don't get too caught up in that. Because Brother Branham said the next thing the church goes through is this. Now, I showed you a little film clip a little while ago, Brother uh, Costia. And uh, welcome, Brother Costia. It's so good to have you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, Brother Igor. Good to have you with us. Um, now, Brother, we need to have microphones here. And I have one. He has one. And I'm going to give you this one. Okay, so hold tight. Brother Costia, this is spell wrong. But he comes from the town that's named Churkiew. Churkiew. Good. (laughs) This is what I showed you on Wednesday night, uh, so you get a visual. And this is the little group that's there uh, there. in Churkiew. Yes, correct. And uh, Brother Costi is a pastor of this little group. Hold it. He is a pastor of this little group. Uh, Although he was not born and raised in this particular town, this is where he's ministering. And I've explained to you before how that they uh, created the list so that they could uh, regularly communicate with everybody in Russia uh, or in Ukraine, sorry, who uh, was experiencing need. And this was their system to be able to reach out to everybody there. They do it on a regular basis. They still do it by their estimate. They are saying there's about 400 people who are still in Ukraine in that portion of the world uh, and monies are still flowing. Even though Brother Costia is here in the country, even Mm -hmm. though he is here in the country, uh, that money is still flowing because it's all done electronically and transferred uh, uh, from uh, account to account uh, and and gets into the hands of people over in that part of the world. And uh, so Brother Costia has been doing this very faithfully. And uh, we are, when I found out he was coming to the uh, States, that he's going to be here for a little bit, uh, then I was just uh, so anxious that we, he could come down and meet you and uh, so we could uh, hear a little bit from him. So we're going to turn it over to Brother Kostya and uh, Brother Igor. And uh, then keep in mind, if you have any questions, we're going to open it up gently afterwards. Brother Kostya, if you'd like to come on up here. God bless you. Slava Boga. Brother Igor, you want us right here. Good.
5: Uh, before I just going to translate, I'm sorry because I'm not a professional interpreter. So in the church that I'm going to, uh, everybody understand my accent. I don't know. It's, I'm just strangers for you. So um, I hope you're going to understand some of the words that I'm going to speak, and maybe Lord help me somehow to express the things that he's going to say. Thank you. Amen. Я вам говорю.
6: Я приветствую всех вас.
5: You,
6: именем нашего Господа Иисуса Христа.
5: Jesus Christ,
6: я для меня это великая честь находиться сегодня здесь и с вами. I am honored
5: to be here with you.
6: Я очень благодарен за приглашение. I
5: also I uh, моего дорогого брата, Barry for me. Here.
6: Вот. и для нас это действительно привилегия находиться and
5: среди его невесты.
6: Мне нравятся такие проповеди, как брат. I Бери love
5: that that Brother Brother Berry Coffee preach.
6: Они не дают в церкви заснуть.
5: They do not. Uh, I could not fall in you know, when I'm in <laughs> it's, I in church. В церкви
6: нельзя спать. I could sleep in the church. И церковь не должна спать.
5: And the church could would not uh, not supposed to sleep. Мы верим в живую церковь. I believe in the church that actually life
6: и не просто живую, она и активная.
5: Only alive, yes.
6: И наша активность, она не только в собрании
5: воскресные.
6: Наша активность, она на протяжении каждого дня, который мы проживаем but
5: здесь на земле.
6: И это показывает, что мы его церковь.
5: His church. Not only in the Sunday days, but every day of life. And
6: the
5: Holy Spirit lives in us not only in Sunday
6: days,
5: but every hour, every day. And the whole
6: week. And
5: then we show the fruits of Jesus Christ in our life. And then uh, let the God bless all
6: of you. Мне нравятся такие собрания. Kind of Поэтому пусть Бог благословит вашего
5: also, пастора.
6: Чтобы он продолжал дальше пробивать эту uh, чтобы now. у него была эта брань uh, для того, чтобы привести церковь к тому состоянию.
5: That he can fight to bring the church to the condition that God что восхищение — это состояние. Because the rapture is the condition.
6: Мы должны иметь это
5: состояние. Чтобы уйти в восхищение. To be, uh, with him для того, rapture, чтобы наше тело изменилось. Я,
6: я из Украины. So from город э, Чертков
5: the city of Chortkiv. Вот.
6: И Украина сейчас, наверное, известная самая известная страна во всём мире. The, uh,
5: the Ukraine probably now it's the famous country in the world.
6: Где правда идёт настоящая война.
5: Where we have the war.
6: И в Украине нету города,
5: and in Ukraine there is no city,
6: который бы находился бы сегодня в безопасности.
5: that would be safe to live in.
6: В любой город может прилететь ракета. In
5: every city you can get the rocket explosion or something Which
6: like that $5 the rocket would be cost like 5 million dollars to build but
5: it can take somebody
6: life I'm going
5: to tell about my city that I grow
6: the
5: city that I came from
6: uh,
5: recently just came four rockets uh, we have the uh, small uh, city Он 6 километров всего длиной. Six kilometers about four and a half miles. И вот
6: ракеты стоимостью 24 четыре
5: And the rocket uh, the price for uh, the, the they the rocket 24 million dollars. прямо по центру города. It's hit in Это
6: ужасное uh, <coughs> состояние
5: Ужасное состояние. Uh, я uh, живу в
6: Черткове, работаю я в городе Киеве.
5: I was living in shortkov, but I was working in the capital city Kiev. работу and I was often going to Kiev to work there.
6: только начались действия and
5: when the war started, uh, we We heard that uh, somebody surrounded the
6: Kievson. Kerson, Odessa, many, на, many cities uh, on, юге, the,
5: on the uh, south of Ukraine
6: и во, и and
5: the east of Ukraine. Там, живу, but,
6: the,
5: but the place that I live, is kind of far away from those cities on the south and east. It's, it's
6: about,
5: about 600 miles from the uh, east of Ukraine and south of Ukraine.
6: И мы слушали новости,
5: переживали. We about,
6: uh, но мы не видели ну, всего того,
5: что происходит. The, the the, uh, И когда Ukraine я поехал на работу, когда я приехал на работу, work,
6: я проезжал эти города, которые все, наверное, сегодня тоже знают.
5: Это Буча, Ирпень, Ирпень
6: Гостомель where were the,
5: uh, the main uh, um, circumstances or main events
6: happened. When you
5: look on the pictures, it's the one thing. Destroyed buildings, uh, many tanks or something. And you, you, you understand that uh, situation. But when you actually come there, И
6: я увидел вот эти все and разрушения. When I see
5: physically all this Когда
6: я увидел горы спаленной техники, технике
5: When военной, I see those uh, or that burned, я думаю, словами
6: просто это не передать. I could not express myself in the words. Это смешанные чувства. It's kind of like mixed feelings. Ужас, страх. It was the fear. Это боль. Disaster,
5: pain. Потому что это чеи то дом. Because, because before somebody lived in that house. But there is nothing left from this house anymore. Ты,
6: ты просто такую, боль в своем And сердце. you
5: have the pain in your heart. Твоя страна полгода
6: назад жила абсолютно мирной жизнью.
5: Your country have, uh, like 6 months ago was living in a peaceful life.
6: И я вам точно скажу, что моя страна, ну, маловероятно кому то могла угрожать.
5: And I tell you for sure that my country, they did not target anybody else, you know, to to occupy somebody.
6: And like Barry
5: Coffey, he said that uh, all nuclear weapons was taken away from the country. We
6: didn't mm-hmm. have any.
5: And the politics of Russian Federation was that they kind of like uh, take all weapons from the Ukraine
6: and, and I, 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 I doubt was.
5: that Ukraine would go to fight with any country to occupy it because
6: I was so, serving
5: in the Ukrainian army and I know the condition of the Ukrainian army
6: and we, we don't want to uh,
5: invite invade anybody И когда ты
6: видишь, что с твоей страной делает э, соседняя страна? And
5: when you see what happened with my country after the Russian Federation came to my Это конечно большая скорбь. It's big um, what can I say the word? Скорбь. Скорбь. Страдание. So it's a big suffering, you know.
6: Ты страдаешь от того, что I'm ты что
5: what I see in my country.
6: У меня были несколько объектов, которые я делал. Я зарабатываю с электриками.
5: So I am the electrician, and so I have some object to to do in in, in Ukraine.
6: Я видел эти дома, которые я сам лично делал.
5: And I I saw those uh, buildings that I was working in. Они были
6: разрушеными.
5: And they were destroyed completely.
6: И я звонил своим заказчикам, которых я работал. And I
5: was calling my clients. Я
6: с ними общался, разговаривал. I
5: was talking to them.
6: И слава Богу, многие из них смогли уехать.
5: And uh, I, uh, praise God that many of them they, they could leave the country and go uh, somewhere else.
6: И это люди, которые часто не имеют
5: надежды. И
6: я благодарен Богу, очень and сильно I, благодарен.
5: I, I, I was thanks God
6: что я из тех людей, которые имеют надежду.
5: That I am one of those people
6: that have hope. И для меня это uh, было большим утешением на протяжении вот этой войны, которая идет в Украине. Знаете, дьявол может разрушить. Вот был ураган там на Флориде.
5: You know and uh, it was destroyed your house. Работы, maybe you lose the job
6: because of that. Devil
5: but the devil could not actually uh, take eternal life from you. Yeah. <laughs> we know, know the Job,
6: he had, he
5: had many things in his
6: life. He
5: lost many things in his life.
6: Но мы знаем, что дьявол не смог коснуться его души. But the devil could not touch his soul. И когда ты настоящий христианин, when you are real ты не просто прихожанин в церкви,
5: church, но ты настоящий христианин,
6: это утешает тебя всегда,
5: and you что никто
6: не сможет забрать у тебя твою вечную
5: жизнь. И мы благодарны and with those
6: things, so I, things. Были, I would like to tell
5: uh, you uh, some testimonies that we have back in Ukraine
6: if, if
5: I would show you all letters and come to me after we send the money to them za,
6: za and they really помощь.
5: appreciate for the help that you give
6: Это не просто помощь, ну помогли просто человеку улучшить материальное
5: положение.
6: Иногда эта помощь была вопросом жизни и смерти.
5: Sometimes the help that you sent was between the life and death.
6: Очень, очень, очень много людей, которым мы помогали, они выезжали из этих боевых зон.
5: Many many people that we were helping they were uh, come out from those places that actually was under the um, how can I say, like, actually the active situation, whatever, the bombing coming there.
6: Часто эти люди выезжали, под пулями, под And so many people,
5: when they come out from those places, it's not just peaceful, it was just, just bullets flying over, you know, the bomb and rockets.
6: И у нас, я знаю много верующих, которые погибли из других деноминаций.
5: And I know some other denomination people like the I know the friend of mine they were perished but for those eight months of war that we have in Ukraine,
6: I do not know any
5: uh, uh, body from the message that was die Two brothers
6: были brother was injured. Один из Харькова брат. One from the Carco, и Один брат из Луганской
5: области. С ними уже всё хорошо. Now they they, they in good now.
6: прошли курс лечения, это были they
5: первые. Were, uh, they и were in the Они сейчас здоровы. They are feel good.
6: И также многие сегодня находятся под
5: оккупацией. And so many people still live under the uh, can I say like occupation? Like, when they, wherever the, the, the Russian Federation came and occupied their land, so they live still there.
6: And sometimes it's
5: so hard to transfer the money to them because they have their own system of the money back there.
6: And sometimes
5: they did not live comfortably. Sometimes they do not have food to eat. Есть в Херсонской области несколько семей so there is uh, some families in the Kerson мы, отп-
6: мы отправляем тоже финансовую помощь.
5: We send the money to them
6: и там работы нет.
5: they have no jobs there
6: там, uh, нет куда брать, uh, ну, помощи тоже нет
5: so humanitarian. humanitarian help, there
6: is no and
5: Ukraine could not reach those people to help them there
6: because
5: many people who run from those places to the west of Ukraine
6: they uh, uh,
5: they were uh, refugees and the
6: the government
5: as much as they can they help them то
6: на тех территориях помощи никакой нет.
5: on those uh, land or those territory there Но, is no help at all from the government. Но мы нашли
6: способ, мы им пересылаем также But we деньги. found
5: the way to send the money to them.
6: Мы им также помогаем.
5: And we try to help them too. И они
6: очень благодарны вам And they
5: are so thankful. за эту помощь, что the help, тоже жизни и Because the help for them is between the life and death. Была у нас одна семья, We have the family. They are from Carco.
6: And when
5: the war started there, they lived there. It was the husband and wife and two kids. And also their
6: parents. So I
5: tried to help them to transfer them from that place to Poland потому что там тот дом, в котором они
6: жили, его разбомбили
5: полностью. И они тоже
6: очень сильно благодарны, потому что если бы не эта помощь, они бы so, не they were so
5: thankful because if would that they received, they could not even move nowhere.
6: Есть две семьи, которые выезжали из Запорожской области.
5: Это
6: такая небольшой посёлок Акимовка.
5: So, it was like village,
6: Akimovka. So,
5: we helped them to fuel their cars in order for them to move out from the area that was dangerous
6: there. We have
5: the situation that we don't have any gas in the country. So, you could not get gas anywhere. You could not come to the fuel station and like you normally do, just fuel your car.
6: So even
5: if you have the money you could, you could not fuel the
6: car. So uh,
5: they give only like two gallons at the uh, gas station. But for two gallons it's enough not for many miles.
6: So I took the car so I
5: went to Poland
6: we, we fuel the uh,
5: tanks we the tanks with the gasoline людям, and we bring it. the gasoline to those people that actually helped them to move and from the dangerous area so and that was the help for many many families too so there is many families also from,
6: from my I own, I own
5: city that I was
6: uh, born I was
5: born in Krivoy Rog So, today, uh, that city under the uh, dangerous condition too, because the rockets came every day.
6: So, uh,
5: if you know from the news, uh, many days, uh, a couple days ago, they just, uh, they have a dam. И там очень like, uh,
6: много, should... много улиц So
5: uh, when they destroyed the dam, so many uh, streets was flooded there. Берегов, so the river comes out from the uh, uh, shores or whatever it comes И там это, uh,
6: наверное, uh, в Украине было две большие церкви всего. So
5: uh, in the Kryvyi uh, was the two big churches there. Это Донецкий Кривой Рог. We have the one big, biggest church in Donetsk, if you know, probably. And uh, another church was the also big church in uh, Krivoy Rog. So
6: it's my uh,
5: own city and the church that I was visited when I was young.
6: And the, uh, the,
5: the situation that we have in the message. So the whole church was split.
6: And, and now we have
5: the nine churches в послании. So, all in the
6: <laughs> И когда мне нам позвонил брат, когда мы только начинали помощь финансовую.
5: And when we just started that uh, financial aid,
6: я был там была фотография, у нас три человека были. Можно её вывести? There
5: is, was the picture that was the three people on the pictures. Сейчас
6: я покажу. На, мы когда позвонили, мы ехали с одним из братом. And when машине. we were
5: going uh, with one of brother in the car this is the big brother that it, right it, there
6: it, it Alec, is and this is brother, brother Oleg from Kiev and the brother Vladimir Ryabov
5: Brat from Donetsk, Vladimir Ryabov Donetsk he is the pastor of the church in
6: Donetsk and he asked
5: us to help to distribute the the money to the people кого мы сможем найти кого мы сможем узнать whoever we can find whoever we know we can help them
6: сказал я могу заняться мы, мы можем заняться этой помощью
5: and i said i can do that но у меня
6: одна была просьба
5: but i have the one request чтобы это не было помощь только вот одному из направлений в послании I would, I don't want to help just the one church in the message. I would
6: like to help all, all of them. Секрет, so we
5: have the different direction in the messages, you know, and that's what the church splits. And, and I said, if I would like to help, I would like to help
6: all of them. If I would
5: like, if I would do that, I would help all of them. So I
6: would like to
5: help all of them that somebody get help because he kind of like believe in this kind of teaching and and some other church would not get help because they have different direction
6: so if that's going
5: to be way I'm not going to do that
6: that. so and then they said okay, it's it's fine we're going to do that so we make the list all the
5: people that were in the message so
6: it was hard to get the list Боялись,
5: so many people, they were scared, they were in fear, you know, they don't want to give the name, where they at. Or, or
6: they have
5: a the different question, why from other churches they would not, would like to help us.
6: So those three people, the brother from the uh, center of the picture, his name is Ruslan. So he from Kiev church. Он, наверное, знаю, so, бы бы so
5: we would not have the order in this. Uh, um, брат, in the, we, we,
6: денег, so the, bro, the brother,
5: he made the chart that we have the now, uh, when you have the list, the money that came from the churches over here in the United States or other places. So they mark. Money came, so the names and the money that actually was delivered to some people in Ukraine.
6: И я, наверное, бы не смог бы всем этим заниматься, если бы не он, точно. So, and that's the main brother, because if not him,
5: I would not do that probably. Поэтому я очень благодарен, что он so, послал его тогда к нам. And I so thanks God that God sent him to us. Это был
6: период. Us. Это моя квартира.
5: So, it's my my uh, apartment that I live in,
6: in период, 13 So, it
5: was the period that we have 13 people in its house. So, there is two-bedroom
6: apartment. And so we accept
5: all people that came So,
6: the people дальше.
5: come into our house, they live like for a couple of days and then they go to some other places. Место, so,
6: sometimes with so
5: many people that we have to look for the Places
6: for the night for them So I found some place
5: uh, that, let me translate this way, it's kind of like YMCA. So he found uh, that place that he talked to the people, he used to work in that place,
6: and uh, we have a good good relation with the uh,
5: the principal of that place. We so we send the миссию. people there, and they would sleep there over the night. Потому что все помещения, которые были свободны, использовались для беженцев. So because the many buildings that we have free, it was used for the people who actually was refugee from the east of Ukraine. И вот когда мы начали помогать, я к
6: Кривому Рогу возвращаюсь. So when I was coming back from the Кривой Рог, там много такого, ну, разных направлений в послании. So
5: like I said, we have the many direction in the message. Девять собраний. Nine, nine different churches. Есть одна семья, муж и жена. So some churches look like, like one family just husband это, and wife. Это в их
6: доме было когда-то одно большое собрание.
5: So they, have the, they used to have the big church in their house.
6: И они даже муж и жена ходят в разные собрания.
5: So, seems like the husband and wife they go into different churches now.
6: И да, так бывает. Это so, это, as, это, скажем, это что-то такое наше, что ну, мы чего должны стыдиться на самом деле потому что если мы прочитаем Ефесянам 5 глава то мы должны все прийти в
5: единство веры у нас не должно быть разной веры и нету двух-трех посланий yeah, there is no two three messages. Есть одно послание. There is the one message. Один God said, Пророк, and one prophet Один God said, Господь. And one Lord. And one the Baptist. And we come into that. So that's why we pray
6: and we and we
5: helping all those uh, um,
6: churches У нас э, большая территория на самом деле, где мы помогаем, очень большая.
5: So очень
6: много областей, которые мы охватываем many, many
5: при помощи.
6: И также и Кривой Рог это одна из дальних точек, где мы So the, rock,
5: the that we try to help. И там э, был брат and there was the brother, семья семья. The whole family.
6: Он пчёлами занимается. He actually beekeeper. И он лез на дерево. So he was climb on the tree. Там какая-то семья из пчёл
5: залезла на дерево he и he там начала he tried to catch the swarm that was. Она должна жить у себя в домике, в таком So море. he tried to transfer that swarm to the beehive. И он полез её забирать. So he climb on the tree to and get, get the swarm. And he was fall.
6: А он пожилой, ему 64-65 или like лет. И он повредил бедро.
5: The, он его сломал. The, the, the hip. Yeah, I'm sorry. Он его сломал. And he broke the hip. И мы также ему помогали. So we help him also, you И сейчас,
6: know. слава Богу, он уже ходит. Прошло уже 4-5 месяцев.
5: И so он, он уже able ходит сам. Now.
6: Уже начал ходить сам. So he, he Была у нас одна семья. And из also, э, такой село
5: Фурмановка есть. The, uh, the, Furmanka,
6: где муж э, был болен раком, у него с ухом тут такие проблемы, наросты такие начали
5: расти. И мы тоже им помогаем. So
6: тоже финансово помогаем такой семье.
5: And we to help them with the, with the money.
6: Есть у нас э, две семьи, которые переехала одна из Кривого Рога. So Roga, одна переехала из
5: Николаева. И они
6: живут там. У нас брат есть, который живет сейчас в
5: Коламбусе. Он предоставил
6: свой дом бесплатно. Yeah, и мы поселили туда эти две семьи. And они
5: and там so we, живут. We И мы также им помогаем their... финансово. Мы
6: оплачиваем там их коммунальные услуги, потому что so, работы нету.
5: So there is no jobs for у меня до войны,
6: у меня до войны. So before the war started, у меня было много заказов расписанное на год вперед. So
5: I have the so many orders as electrician for many many months ahead.
6: Но когда началась война, У меня все эти заказы полностью
5: прекратились. So waters, и so no... это только я.
6: А таких братьев и сестер по Украине очень-очень много. So
5: many, many like
6: в Кривом Роге очень много братьев и сестер, которые не могут найти себе работу.
5: So sisters, Есть
6: э, братья и сестры в Киеве, которые не могут найти себе работу. Есть братья из Ровно, из Винницы, э, из, из там, Кировограда, со многих, со многих областей, у которых нет сегодня работы. И поэтому для них эта помощь она, ну, по-настоящему. Потому что в Украине все деньги, которые идут, поступают эти все фондов. Because in
5: Ukraine, the money, the, uh, the, the, the humanitarian help that comes from the government, they are all, all going to the war. To, и to supply the world часто людям негде заработать сегодня and деньги. so many times the people they could not find any job to make some money to in order to live мы
6: когда начинали вот эту финансовую помощь we
5: start this uh, financial
6: рассылать help, sending money to the people думали несколько месяцев we thought it's
5: going to be maybe a couple months and everything would become
6: людей они были какие-то может минимальные запасы еще денег
5: have some minimum uh, storage like some people store some food some people have a little bit money in the, in
6: the bank заканчив, today,
5: those storages that they have like so they the food that they store it's come to the end they don't have
6: anymore И каждому кому мы отправляем сегодня деньги
5: and practically everyone who received the money today
6: просят, uh, поблагодарить вашу церковь they ask asking
5: to uh, братьев
6: или сестеры или церковь, которые принимают в этом учение, all the
5: brothers and sisters that actually uh, took part in this financial. Ministry. because everybody said that this is help right in time. говорил like brother was speaking about the, the three young men которые вошли туда, в этот огонь, the, uh, the, uh, the furnace, то Христос появляется всегда вовремя. Иногда кажется, что Его нету. Но ты должен двигаться. Ты верой you должен make a идти step. дальше. Make step И в тот момент, когда будет самая большая необходимость, moment, Он
6: всегда будет
5: рядом.
6: И я вас заверяю, что братья в Украине, они это чувствуют каждый and раз.
5: All the in Ukraine, they that way. Каждый
6: раз это все приходит всегда вовремя.
5: In time. И поэтому я верю, я верю
6: I believe, что это все рука Божья.
5: That all, all this is the hand of God. Через свой организм he used the body of заботится о своем теле. And, uh, take care about his, uh, body. So, so, in Ukraine, brothers and sisters,
6: so appreciate you. And without. Uh, Let God bless you.
4: Wonderful. Thank you, brother Igor. You did a wonderful job. I hope job.
5: you understand me. I'm sorry, I'm brother. Sister.
4: So uh, now would be a time for, if you have any questions, uh, be glad. Really, Chris?
2: So let me repeat
4: the question. You go ahead and tell him. What would be the average cost to support a family today in Ukraine? So if we're going to do, say, for a month.
5: Okay. Сколько стоит для того, чтобы снабдить семью? Сколько достаточно денег на один месяц, чтобы снабжать семью? Roughly.
6: Eh, приблизительно мы так посчитали Когда мы начинали рассылать
5: so eh, families, eh, это, это было
6: приблизительно Где-то 30 долларов на семью for,
5: Поначалу
6: Но из-за того, что курс подрос И цены подросли
5: На человека
6: На человека well, but now the, uh, the
5: you have to understand the dollar and the hryvnia. Yeah. It's the three 40, 40, so so now it's forty forty-five dollars per for member for family
6: member. Это на одного человека. For one person. Это для того чтобы нормально поесть.
4: So right now, forty-five U.S. per person per month. Yep. Wow. So, if you had a family, obviously we just multiply that. And so, if you
5: have the. F- no. That's no. basic no.
4: food, water, no. basic no. supplies. Yeah. Uh, let Horse. me just.
5: Uh, I want to give testimony, you know, because I live in the United States for 25 years. And uh, when we visit Ukraine, you know, the first thing my wife she said, she looked she said, there is no discounts in Ukraine. There is no sales, you know. That's the first thing that you come. But the prices for the food, the same that the United States. You can imagine. The same thing that we actually pay for the bread, for the milk, it's the same price there. But the reason, like, for example, that people make per month like $200. And always people ask me, how do you survive? It depends. You know, some people they don't eat what we eat, some people just try to save
6: some money. So if you want
5: to just cover the minimum need of the person, it's it's about forty dollars per family per month. Uh-huh.
4: So if they have medicine it requires medicine,
5: obviously. Тогда это отдельно. Мы часто so it's, узнаем тогда, сколько Я с Сергеем yeah, okay. разговариваю so, тогда, okay. я у него спрашиваю. So, и... I come to the family, I talk okay. to them, I, I figure out how much they pay yes. for the medicine and, and so on.
4: So you divide that money up that you receive proportionally based on the need they have. The Ты разделяешь
5: эти, эти деньги относительно тех нужд, которые люди имеют.
6: Если это есть какая-то отдельная нужда, тогда да. так, чтобы они могли купить продукты себе, просто So
5: if there is the difference, like uh, for example, if you take the family and there is separate need, the need for the person in the family, then we do the separately okay. But basically, what we we just count the members of the family and we send to them okay. the quantity or, or whatever they need, like 40 bucks per, per person for that family per month.
4: Okay. So, when the bombs come, do you get warning?
5: 30 minutes prior to the, uh, the, its siren comes up, comes 30,
6: 30 on.
5: 30 minutes. 30
4: minutes, yeah. So, you just have to drop everything and go for cover. Yeah
6: когда в прилетели четыре бомбы
5: when we have the four bombs come to the Chort-Cube, was the они
6: прилетели прямо рядом возле воинской части base у нас в городе мэр очень строгий в этом
5: we have the strict mayor in our city требует чтобы все уходили he requires that everybody when they heard the siren they have to come to the basement or some In places to... And also uh, for the military persons, and same
6: requirements. Поэтому, when we, we have, have those four
5: bombs, we have no uh, people, people that was the, uh, 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 have any injuries. Uh, oh, no, we have some injuries. Uh-huh. Nobody died. Yeah. But yeah. we have some injuries here. Yeah. Nobody perished. Because everybody... Strictly follow the instruction. What the mayor said.
4: Okay.
6: Do the kids go to school? Uh, как они ходят So they went in
5: our city, which is on the west of Ukraine. So the the kids they went to school, but they also under that instruction. If they hear the siren, they have to go in the school. They have special place. So yeah. they go. They have to go there. Okay. Because some, many schools, I want to just add it for me, many schools in, uh, in Ukraine was built when the Soviet Union yeah. uh, had the uh, Cold War with the uh, United States. And every school has their place in the basement to fit all the kids from the school. And that's kind of like, if it's old buildings, they have that. The new buildings, I don't think so.
4: Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Any other questions? Even it used Brother-
5: to be like they have a mask and everything else. Wow.
4: Yeah. Brother Andy.
5: Как, ты, как вы э, держите детей, чтобы они не боялись этого, чтобы они не не, не, были, не устрашались этого?
6: Они привыкают.
5: So they Ээ,
6: ты боишься первых две недели. You kind of
5: fear like couple first couple weeks.
6: Это что вы понимали, сирена может быть даже среди ночи.
5: So you have to understand the siren going any It
6: Мы could be жили, like even at the
5: night. time. were at
6: night. We were at
5: night. We were at night. We were at night. We were at night. We were at night. We We so or you have to be uh, they have the rule two walls you know like the thick И walls so you have to be there.
6: Садились, so
5: we have this, uh, some hole and so we sit right by those two walls thick wall you know? and then after a while you kind of like used to and sometimes at night when you hear the siren you don't want to wake up even. Деле, все, все but uh, if you uh, worry about your life you have to do that. Because it's the safety.
4: Let me, let me add to that, Brother Andy, because that's a really good question. In our culture, if we were under bomb attack, uh, it would be a devastating thing for us because if you could, could draw a line, we live in a pretty peaceful atmosphere, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't deal with this much. None mm-hmm. of, in our lifetime, none of us have experienced war, right? So relatively, our level of comfort is pretty good. Mm-hmm. If you started dropping bombs here, it would be an extremely fearful and traumatic thing. But on the spectrum, people in Ukraine live over here, anyway. Life is tough, and they have lots of dangers, and they're always intimidated by the Russians and so on. So they don't live in comfort like we would live. They they live in, in hard times anyway, does that make sense? So the fear factor is not quite as big as it would be for us here. I can tell you that for sure, but they have a lot of hardships that they deal with constantly in their country. Uh, and in, especially in communist Russia in the old days. I mean, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Was a uh, good
5: question. Keith? Are they still requiring the men to go into the army in and how young are they, the young uh, they just passed a law, yeah. so I'll let you go yes.
6: Э, насчет армии, э, ну люди всегда это, это армия, и тем более, когда это воюющая страна.
5: So, uh, war, и so. когда
6: это воюющая страна, однозначно будут людей призывать.
5: So they, they и в Украине
6: сейчас есть закон, который не выпускает военнообязанных из страны. So there is
5: the law in Ukraine right now that if you they do not allow to cross the border from Ukraine to different country Но... when you are men
6: но они берут в первую очередь добровольцев это то кто сам хочет служить. But
5: they call to the uh, army those people who willingly want to go and 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 fight пер... first, the first. Yeah.
6: первый день войны в первые дни войны в недели.
5: The first days of the war when they у нас started,
6: военкомат стояли километровый
5: miles of the people staying, they would like to go людей которые for.
6: хотели сами туда идти
5: they willingly go they and would like to go and fight for Ukraine. У них
6: первые дни не было нужды даже чтобы кого-то so, they do
5: not take all of them because mm. they have no needs in so many people for
6: но они хотят чтобы все мужчины they, they would to like
5: to keep all the men. пришли встали, зарегистрировались register in the whatever the places, I don't know how you Тем call it. Is is so, uh, especially for those people, they Особенная have the skills for the military вот action. So, that, that those people, they are probably in the first line that they would like to call and uh, bring the, the military
6: army. Experience. M- a military experience, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: So, I would like to answer you why I'm here to be a man, how they uh, let me come. Uh, to the United States. So, I'm not the military man. when I served in the army, I
6: was injured. And since
5: that time, he could not serve in the army. And another thing, if you have more than three kids, they, 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 they can cross the border, they can go to different countries.
4: Okay, so yesterday I got a phone call from Poland, and they said that the Ukrainian government just passed a law.
5: Вчера он получил звонок от Польши, что украинское правительство сделало закон.
4: That the former military people who had three children could leave the country.
5: Что даже именно даже те люди, которые служили в армии, но имеют троети, могут покинуть страну.
4: So the sisters that yeah. I interviewed, you saw in the film their husbands are able to come out were able to come out. И over the поэтому board, сестра, я вам показывал Friday, в интервью, её муж really может
5: to приехать to сюда. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Они but только сделали закона.
5: 18 Какой там возраст лимит возраста? 60
4: лет. С 18. 18-60. From
5: 18 to 60 years old. Yeah.
6: No yeah. Yeah. So but
5: if you are 18 years old, they not going to send you to on, the, on, the, the front line they usually use them on the back somewhere, like, to, to supply some uh, war needs.
6: Because
5: if you're 18 years old, <laughs> it's, it's not smart to, to send them to the front line. Someone else had a question over here. Jared? In addition to money uh, provided for the believers, you rec- have you received any shipments of food, и которые получают люди какие-то ещё продукты одежда им.
6: Да, на самом деле много участвуют в помощи и с
5: Польши There is so many people yeah, also participate in this humanitarian yeah, help. People some churches from Poland so they take the trucks and fill the old trucks with the clothes and also whatever the needs for the cleaning and stuff like that.
6: So, and they
5: go through Ukraine and they know the places, they bring those clothes to. Is it closest? Is, Is it pronounced? Clothes, yeah. Close, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, everything, whatever needs yeah. like for that, yeah.
4: yeah. So, we were sending a lot of money to Poland. So, so, to make that
5: we will send a lot of money to Poland to buy and send them. From Poland, there are many, many trucks that to Ukraine to help with the clothes.
4: When I was there, there were all kinds of trucks moving when from the border. To the border. But but there there were believers uh, in Europe who were helping uh, to get stuff on the trucks into uh, Poland uh, uh, and Poland. Но
6: гуманитарная помощь, я объясню, она очень много приходит.
5: Но гуманитарная
6: помощь людям, те, которые непосредственно живут на линии боевых действий.
5: Это государственная программа, которая работает.
6: Вот. А частная, частная тогда уже
5: развозят потом Вот эта семья,
6: что живёт у нас uh, в Черткове, The
5: family Они э,
6: регистрацию имели в другом районе.
5: So they were registered in different area.
6: That's why the
5: government could not find them there. So...
6: Иногда, ну, людей,
5: so so many people left the area that they used to live that were they were registered there so they moved to different places so that's why the government help could not reach them because they looking for them there but there there is no more
6: Или кривой рог например So there туда. is
5: everyday rockets come to you. Но
6: так как не идут там боевые прямые действия
5: but they don't have a front line. Only the rocket <laughs> and bomb <laughs> comes.
4: <laughs> so
5: they're not actually uh, eligible for the humanitarian government help.
4: Okay. But uh, let me add this one piece, Jaren. If your family's hungry, you can't eat a pair of shoes. Right? Money really, really helps, cash uh, help, uh, Because uh, you can usually and find a loaf of bread somewhere. And so, lots of people ask me, you know, should we send you shoes in your church here?
5: And, and I said, no. Ботинки, it's going to be,
4: because because be more helpful for us from here to send cash because uh, if we send shoes, uh,
5: shoes here, it's not going to work. It will be much easier because, because, we be because, because we if we send shoes,
4: we Let me ask you just before we go back. What do you think's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen? In the where,
5: что случится в будущем как ты думаешь
4: where do you think this is going to go that's a, and that 's a hard question that 's a hard question but what, what do you think as a uk Ukraineine вопрос think so?
6: ты думаешь что это случится в будущем это правда очень
5: трудный на самом деле it вопрос. True, и мы с братом э, Берри там говорили and we were talking В with Пасовской. Brother Barry in the pastor room По
6: about the nuclear
5: weapon
6: and so on.
5: Can I read the one uh, uh, quote from Brother Bran? Sure. I don't know if I can translate. <laughs> he can You're read. you doing
6: good. У тебя все получится. Yeah. Для чего? Я зачитаю, потом перейдешь, хорошо? Oh, what's the, what's the Для чего? Their... День дневной слушать по радио тревожные новости вместо того, как чепухи, чтобы услышать, когда упадут бомбы. И не получается услышать тот незаметный, тихий, спокойный what's голос, вкладывающий в жизнь нечто насыщенное и глубокое, творящее из вас тех, кем вы должны быть.
5: А uh, какая-то? Я не помню. Какая-то... So there is the sermon. The brother, M- brother M- said he said that uh, why do you listen every day? Those sound that coming from the media about the, uh, uh, about the bombs and everything else, why you don 't listen the voice that the eternal voice that comes from the Lord to know what 's going to happen in your life, Amen. so so many people they kind of like uh, actually Focus on the media, what's going to happen with the bomb, what's going to happen with this, but instead to listen to the voice that coming from the Lord, that telling you what He wants from you, where you have to be today. Yeah. I don't know what sermon, I'm sorry, it just, he
6: doesn't have any... Uh,
5: Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody
6: knows. We have the hope about our nation что это насилие прекратится so that this но мы видим что россия призвала еще один
5: миллион для того чтобы продолжать этот конфликт that поэтому сложно предугадать свое мнение могу вам сказать
6: Думаю, войны, so that
5: the spirit of war released
6: жертв, ну, yeah, and he, take, he, he
5: has to take so many uh, uh, life of the people he's not going to be, uh, he's not gonna be uh, satisfied so можем, можем he's talking about the spirit of war that was released and he would like to take so many people's lives you know. and until he does that he's not going to be satisfied you know И
6: мы только молимся, и мы видим and we, результаты молитв
5: uh, ваших, наших молитв. Your prayers, our prayers. Мы видим, что из послания в Украине никто не погиб. And we see how the, the people that in the
6: message nobody died. А, один брат только в начале самого конфликта в 2014
5: году. And only in 2014 one brother, I remember, брат Николай Алиин. It was Brother Nikolai. He was a Yeah, he, he was uh, he got uh, some uh, bump when it's no, no,
6: killed no, him. W- w- but
5: now we don't have anybody.
6: Nobody uh,
5: Let me tell you one testimony. And that's the prayer of so the saints. Let me tell you one testimony. I remember I I listened to one brother. He said it's it's so easy when you sit in the church and talking about the faith in peaceful condition. You know when everything mm-hmm. peace. Family by you, and uh, you kind of like exercise your faith. But it's completely different when the bombs coming by you, when the sirens, uh, when the kids dying, you know. And then you exercise the faith. Mm -hmm. That's the different faith, you know. That's actually real faith, because you have to stay in the promises of God, you know, that you believe that it's not going to hurt you, it's not going to hurt your kids, you know. So that's the faith that you have to say today Mm -hmm. in Ukraine, I believe so.
4: And I think that's the faith that helps your children. Yes, Randy. I think he, that's Amen. the only thing that really overcome that fear, because yes. uh, you know it casts out fear, and I think that's that's. And in the think.
5: in the faith actually comes from the situation because you know we can talk today about faith, you know how you are supposed to do, how you supposed to believe, but when it's come to the situation, yeah. then exercise your faith, yeah. and then it's kind of hard. Amen. But it's showing you you have faith or not. Then
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure does. So sorry you. <laughs> Я okay. did, did The divisions you talked about in the churches, was that because of the war or did it come before? Разделение,
5: the war? которые у вас сейчас происходят в церкви, это потому что война или это случилось до войны?
6: Это было всё до войны. Not before the war. Before the war. Okay.
4: Before the war. So
6: So that's the spiritual war. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Ukraine is is like everywhere else. Yeah. So someone asked, where do the store owners get the food to sell? Now, a lot of farming goes on in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But so someone is asking, where does the food come from? А uh, где,
5: откуда приходят продукты, которые люди покупают потом на рынках, на базарах? Где они хранят эти продукты? Кто фермер или как это происходит?
6: Uh, Украина, Украина, она одна из самых богатых европейских стран аграрных. So,
5: is the, is the in uh-huh. Поэтому
6: если в холодильнике, погреба, подвалы, so, выращивать что-то пытаются, То, у кого есть земля? There is like, uh, uh, uh,
5: you know, I, I'm going to just give you like a little of, uh, testimony about myself because I come from Ukraine too. And uh, even like in 2000, I remember there was 1991 when the Soviet Union was broke. Um, we have nothing. Uh, I was looking for a job and there is no jobs. But because we have the uh, half acres of the land, we plant the corn, we plant the potato, so we actually can, we have some chickens, and that's we can supply the family to survive. We have no money, but we have the food. And we store those food in the basement. We store food there, some different place. And like I said, you know, it wasn't like, like food like we have in the United States, that you can choose different sausage and something like that. But it was basic food for the person to survive for the next day. We have that. And that's many villages, they do the same right now. So everyone, like if you go to the villages, even like people who live in the city, they have the summer house. Outside of the city, they have maybe chickens there. They have maybe some kind of like piece of land that they can plant potato, corn, or something else. So they can get, and, and like, your, like your fathers used to be, you know, they kept everything in the basement in order for someday you can take from the basement and prepare something that you really need, but so many people even know in our country that uh, we have the famine what's that mean that when the people eat the bark from the tree or some grasses you know so that 's why you know they always kind of like if you take the talking about the people from Ukraine, they always know how precious is the food they always try to just get just enough to eat, do not throw away or something like that so that 's why they they value the food so they they try to cap and they they have, like, for day-to-day, like, for example, if, if you have a couple bags of potato, you try to feed your family and always think about next
6: day. Mm. No, uh, d- 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 so, But today,
5: so many Russian rockets, they come and they try to hit those uh, grain storages, you know, so to try to yes. destroy them.
4: Yeah. So the annexed areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just repeating, but the annexed areas will those believers stay there? Uh, or
5: пор, will, they, will
4: they have a way to get out like we took the people out of uh, the 38 out mm-hmm. of Donetsk. Okay, let me ask.
5: Он говорит, люди, с тех пор, как Россия мобилизирует сейчас больше людей, те люди, которые остаются в Донецке
4: и южной части Russia, Украины, есть ли возможность их эвакуировать because that 's where some of those nuclear plants are that 's where some of the biggest farming goes on.
6: don' you know
4: the best resources are the places they annexed and the access to the Black Sea. All, those are all big reasons, so there are strategic reasons uh, that they took that
6: много of войны, потому donet mobil
5: so, uh, in the first days of war in Ukraine in Donetsk, uh проходит,
6: проходит другому They have the
5: different uh, like those areas, they have different mobilization. It's not like Ukraine has. Them. Потому что
6: Россия это диктаторская
5: страна. So, Russian is a dictator's country. И там твоего мнения не спрашивают. And they do not ask your opinion.
6: Людей, so they took the
5: people from the street and mobilized to the army. Хлебом, so you can come to the store buy the bread. And there is the car, uh, truck comes, схватили, and they took you, and put you in the car, привезли, форму, and they bring you to the place, uh, dress you as a... Uh, as a uh, uh, and give you стрелять. some uh, gun and send you to the war. И
6: очень много мужского населения погибло в Донецкой и Луганской области.
5: С той стороны. И
6: у нас много было братьев, которые
5: попадали под вот этот... That they were actually uh, uh, they, they, they tried to mobilize them и там тоже
6: я знаю что помогали там находили какие-то пути дороги and but they
5: tried to find a way and they found actually the ways
6: они с точки зрения закона может не совсем
5: законно it's были. not legally it's not lawful but they Но they нашли такой путь
6: как в, 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 молодые братья выехали оттуда.
5: and uh, they found the way that the, the young brothers actually left that area я знаю одного такого брата он сейчас приехал там действительно so And the, I know the one brother that he came right now to United States in Idaho wherever mm-hmm. the тоже, путем, so he actually took the same way:
6: много выехала, а сейчас в церкви в донецке остались пожилые люди. So, but
5: now in that area only elderly people live
6: и там uh, по сути всех кто уже могли призвать их призвали а пожилых so не берут.
5: They could not mob- mobilize the elderly people, so about uh, young people there is, they, they left the, those areas.
4: Right now, there's no plan in place to get them out. Um, if they're elderly, they're probably going to stay under Russian uh, rules. But yeah. many of the young people have already gone.
5: Yeah, they, they, they left. They yeah.
4: But the annexation is just him wanting to say, I've annexed this part of the world. He just went and stole it. Yeah. It's not real. But you've got to tell him that. Yeah. Any other questions? Good questions, Mark. Are there any brothers on
5: the uh, front line that
4: you know of?
5: Uh,
6: do you hear from Any brothers and on the y- front line? Y- y- fighting? Y- fighting? I do. I know some. Uh, it's a very hard question. Uh, there is only two people that I know. That they just come willingly to fight а так, но ну, так, чтобы кто-то и шёл. Ну, моё мнение личное.
5: That's my, my own opinion.
6: Наша брань не против плоти и крови.
5: That we fight not against flesh and blood.
6: Это не э, наша христианская война.
5: not, not Christian war.
6: Наша война началась ещё 6000 лет назад.
5: Our fight is 6000 years ago. И мы призваны
6: воевать на другом фронте. And we called to
5: fight on other. Потому что uh, я не uh, верю, uh, что battle.
6: христианин I don't believe Может испытывать ненависть. That a Christian can have the uh, hatred. Даже к военному русскому, который пришёл на украинскую территорию. To
5: the uh, soldiers from the Russian army who came to occupy or annex uh,
6: the, the, the land. В мы должны In Matthew 5th
5: chapter. that we have to love our
6: enemies. And
5: do good to them.
6: And
5: pray for those that actually bring... Uh, we call to do that. <coughs> I'm not
6: judging
5: uh, uh, Let me just... If I can, just shortly, because this is the question that actually um, all the uh, people who come from... You're you raised in different uh, cultural. And I know uh, I, I have the fellowship with many people that uh, from the young age ages you know they fight for the country so and i remember the one brother asked me a question because he said that when brother Branham he came to um uh, paris i believe he visited the cemetery when the uh, uh, united yeah. states soldiers laying down yes. and he said if i would be in that time i would do the same and i was i telling the brothers i said listen it's good but how about if you live in the germany country could you say the same way How about if you live in Soviet Union army or or live in Soviet Union country, could you do the same? You were blessed because you live in the country that actually was created... Uh, 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 they have a freedom. They have the freedom of religion, freedom of speech, you know. You grow in the country that actually, I was surprised. I came to the country and I asked, do you believe God? I said, yes. Do you believe God? Yes. I said, my goodness, you know, it's so hard to say in Ukraine, especially in Soviet Union, because you're not going to find the people that said, yeah, I believe in God in Soviet Union, because my grandma, just because they found the Bible in her house, they took for five years into the prison. So, and... You know, it was a different atmosphere that we raised. I remember the first ministers, they come to the United, uh, to Ukraine. They were surprised. They said, I was preaching. I was pushing the gospel, you know. And they all sit like a dead people, you know. We, you know, I say, we join, you know, we say amen. It's a different culture because, you know, I want to tell you something. When the people was persecuted by the Soviet Union government, they, they put some kind of like cover on the windows. That nobody knows that they have a sermon, because if somebody from the government, especially KGB they know that they have a service they 're going to come and take their father or mother my, 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 my friend, he was born in prison they don 't care if it 's the pregnant woman they took to the prison, and she had a baby in the prison, so it was different cultural you know so and sometimes we don 't understand each other because uh, you have the emotion you know you, you, if you joy you know. I always see the smiles on your face, you know, because you live in that peaceful country. And so many times you do not appreciate that. But if you come there, the people, uh, you know, I came just 10 years ago, last time when I was with Ukraine. You know, I, I kind of like different pictures, you know, so I come, people kind of like upset because every have a problem. What can I get the job? What can I get the money? What can I do to do, you know? It's a different atmosphere that people live in. So, And that's why it's the same thing with the army. Uh, So many Christians back in Soviet Union, they were in the prison because you have a choice. 18 years old, you go to the army or you have to go to the prison if you refuse to serve in the army. But if you go to the army, you have to have, it's kind, kind of hard to pronounce for me, oath. Okay? So when you say, I going to do this, whatever required the Soviet Union government. So I have to do this, this, without any questions. And so many people said, no, we cannot do that. We cannot do that because uh, we have the, our own uh, faith. We believe in God. We have to follow. We have to listen more God than the Soviet Union government. And that's why probably like maybe 50% of the people in the 60s, 70s, they went to the prison. Because they didn't want to take the gun and go fight whatever the Soviet Union sent them to fight. And that's why it was kind of like, not the cultural, but people said, no, I'm not going to do what you say. I'm going to do what God said. So they choose the, to be in the prison for five, ten years. They send them to Siberia. They died there. But they just said, I'm going to follow what God said. And I understood when the Brother Branham speak about this country, they're fighting for the freedom. The Russian people, even now, they come to the, uh, Ukraine, they don't know what they fight for. They don't know, because uh, Ukrainian people, they fight for the land, they fight for the houses, they fight for the ha- families, but the Russian soldiers, they come, and they don't know what they fight for. They have, the mo- they have no motives. That's, that's a little bit about, the, you know, uh, I'm, I, I hope I'm all going to answer you, yeah. you know, so...
4: <laughs> that's, a gr- that's, uh, a, that's a question that, yeah. Uh It's a real discussion. Like yeah, that that's make, why that's so many easy. people, they
5: have the same faith.
4: From, yeah, from our perspective, yeah. we would look at that one way. But from their perspective, yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. Listen, we, it's 20 minutes to two, so... Uh, Sorry, brother. This is, this is wonderful just to be able to interact with you. But uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll end and we'll have a word of prayer and so forth. Uh, i got now. one question to end I on. I no. I but, I and and, and then afterwards, uh, they, they'll stay a little bit. They have to go soon, but uh, we'll stay just and greet outside and mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, okay. my so you, you on can, can do that. Get your picture no, made with uh, Brother Kassi. Hold on, Bill, one sec. Um because I, I just like to say this, that I, it's almost like the book of Acts, you know, where you have uh, people taking great risk, you know, but believing that God is with it and, and doing things. And that's why I appreciate Brother Costia and the work him and others are doing in the country to help uh, for no benefit. They don't get paid to do that. And, you know, they're not, they're not on salary somewhere to do that. They're taking great risk to do this. But I wanted to ask, and this is, uh, I was sent this question, but I wanted to ask, everyone I talk to in Ukraine talks about how they trust God more. Their
5: faith is built.
4: Through this whole experience.
5: I mean, you
4: wouldn't want to go through this. You wouldn't want anybody to go through this. But it,
5: has it
4: built your faith? Has it strengthened the church?
5: Как насчет твоей веры, строит ли это твою веру, укрепляет ли это твою веру?
4: Я
6: могу сказать точно, что это людей приблизило к Богу.
5: Как брат говорил
6: про давление,
5: как брат говорил про давление,
6: Брат Бранхам, он говорил, что церковь перед восхищением будет иметь это давление.
5: Это и
6: здесь тоже будет давление.
5: gonna have some squeeze too.
6: Просто оно сейчас находится в Украине.
5: For now, it's in Ukraine now. Но чтобы
6: церкви уйти, ее нужно выдавить.
5: But before the church would go to the rapture, you have to squeeze her.
6: Когда ты находишься под давлением,
5: and when you under the pressure,
6: ты испытываешь больше близости с Богом.
5: You, you have the more, uh, close to God. Потому что обычная, рутинная жизнь, the, uh, the, the life, она немножко
6: тебя отдаляет от Бога. It's
5: bring you from God. Но когда ты получаешь mm-hmm. в жизни испытания, mm-hmm. и
6: тебе некак ты не можешь его решить.
5: And you could not make this you could not change it by yourself
6: той станции, где это может быть you
5: a call to the uh, source that actually can make that change in your life однозначно жизнь христиан в украине and I I know for sure that a life of Christian in Ukraine it's become a more clear b-
6: more closer to God даже вот эти девять собраний в Роге. even those nine churches in Потому что там есть один брат, который дает запросы на помощь этим
5: людям. Because there is one brother that actually uh, sends us the needs of the people there.
6: Они стали заботиться друг о друге. They том,
5: start to care about учения. each other in the war condition.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Конечно, So yeah. Yeah, you come up. So you'll pray differently in war than you do in peace.
5: ты молишься uh, uh, по-разному, когда война и когда мир.
4: Да. Да. Yes. Well, We are honored to have you with us and да, uh, we pray that God will protect
5: you and your family
4: and lead you to continue to do the work you're doing
5: and
4: we want you to bring all of our greetings to, and you to, of our greetings to
5: the saints
4: and you tell them that we pray for them
5: and there are
4: many, many other people who are И for
5: you. других людей,
4: And we just trust that uh, uh, God will have His hand upon each one of them. And
5: we just trust that God will have His
4: hand upon each one of them. we have His hand
5: upon each
4: And we we would do everything we
5: have
4: uh, we just
5: trust we that's what families do. Yeah. May God bless you. Thank you, brother.
4: Igor.
6: He said that he can't
4: English. Let's stand on our feet. My, Jesus loved to put on the coffee pot and just sit down and talk and, you know, just listen to their stories. But I, I will tell you that everyone in Ukraine I've talked to, and I was there a year ago today, and, uh, you know, they just talk about their, uh, their trust in God and their, the peace they have and the, you know, the strength they have in difficult times. And it's just encouraging to listen to them. And uh, I appreciate that so very much. Amen.
0: Draw me close to
3: you. Never
0: let me go. I lay it all.
4: message, their particular persuasion, or their belief, but Lord, they're standing on the front lines to help a brother and a sister, and I believe that's the Spirit of Christ at work in their lives, and in the name of Jesus Christ, I commit them to you, Lord, and ask that you would be merciful, and Lord, give them strength, give them your protection, and Lord, help them to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves as they labor in that dangerous place. Lord, we hope uphold all those believers that are in that part of the world, and and Lord, we pray that that conflict would end soon, Lord, that they might know a little semblance of peace. But Lord, we can't help but think also that if this is the beginning of the end, then Lord, you would accelerate everything and take us all home. Father, we we have heard much over the years. We have been trained to think a certain way. And Lord, at the end of the day, the most important thing is that we lean upon you and trust you. Because Lord, you know the way out of all of this. We commit our needs, the needs of your bride to you. And thank you for your love and your mercy and your many great blessings. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you as you go today, and uh, may God be with you. Uh, we want to shake hands with the folks here. Brother Bill, didn't want to disregard your question. We'll get it in here before Brother Costi goes. Okay, we'll, we'll ask him. Um, so may God bless you all, and we'll let you go. Let's sing a little chorus as we uh, leave this morning. Are you? Power of your love. Okay, go ahead. Yeah.
3: Sing this as you Lord go this way and I come to you.
0: Be changed and renewed, flowing from the grace that I've found. come to know the weaknesses I see, then me will be stripped away by the power of Spirit leads me on In the power of your Lord